It's a half hour power of the best show, post show, 30 minute rapid fire, unscreened calls here, first week of January 2018. And it's not the half hour of power without the one and only AP Mike. How are you, Mike? I'm doing well, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How was New Year's? It was uh, quiet. Were you uh, working or were you? I uh, yeah, actually, this is a funny story. I um, I worked the uh, last football game for the Giants. Mm-hmm. They won one, and uh, but it was uh, very cold, mm-hmm. and it was. Uh, yes, we were in the middle of a brutally punishing cold streak. Yeah. So I wasn't quite sure why I went. I mean, I knew it was going to be pretty mm-hmm. miserable, and it was. And um, it was so cold that uh, when I would pour beer. Mm-hmm. It would turn immediately to slush as I was pouring it. The, wow. the, the case where we kept the beer mm-hmm. was actually warmer than outside. It was strange. Wow. It was That's like a cold. science experiment. Yeah. And um, so I, I couldn't wait to get out of there. And as I was leaving, there's a stretch in the parking lot where it's just a straight road. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the sun is like right in my face. Ever mm-hmm. ever drive and have the sun right in your face and you can't even see? I yeah. mean, that's mm-hmm. what I was having. Even with the visor down, I couldn't see. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, uh, sometimes they'll. I was in this two-lane stretch of the road, and for whatever reason, they decided to block off one of the lane with cones. Mm-hmm. And I was so blinded that I didn't see the cone. And I, I ran over the cone, mm-hmm. and I saw the guy's reaction, so I kind of figured what I had done because I heard a noise and I was like oh okay you know that guy's mad at me I ran yeah. over the cone yeah. and uh, <laughs> and uh, you know I figured like I crushed it mm-hmm. I wasn't hearing any other noises sure and you know I just continued driving home mm-hmm. I got to the the infamous quick check in Bayonne yeah. and I pull into a parking spot uh-huh. and a guy sitting in the car next to me says hey did you know there's a cone in front of your car? <laughs> so you been you were you were pushing a cone well, the whole time. You know what I did? I wore it down. Okay. It had wedged itself up under the, uh-huh. the, the front bumper. Okay. And then like the tip of the cone, which had been meeting the road, just got worn down mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I wasn't hearing any other noise, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I was able to drive home. What did you do? Did you just leave the cone there? Yeah, I left it there. They, mm-hmm. You know, they they could use the cone, right? Because sure. they they've got the gas lanes there. And yeah. I guess occasionally they close one. You know, yeah, you close a <laughs> pump here and there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel the need to take it home with me as a souvenir. Although yeah. I should have brought it in here. Sure. Been cool. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, real cool. Remember when Mike told that story running around yeah, with the, the cone? cone. <laughs> there's there's yeah. the cone. Yeah. That he ran over. Yeah. Yeah. Same for the museum. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pat Byrne is also here. Happy New Year, Pat. Happy New Year. How was your New Year's Eve? It was good. It was also quiet. I was loopy and tired, but mm-hmm. it was fun. Okay. And now are you looking forward to 2018? I am, with open arms, and the show is going to be great. And it, nice. Tonight was great. Thank you. And this half-hour power is going to be great. Well, thank you. It already is, now that you're on it. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And we have Kristen Bartlett. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How was your New Year's Eve, Kristen? It was Kristen? really nice. We stayed home and cooked, okay. and we tried to play HQ. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and it went down. It did. It did. Uh, it did go down. So we didn't get to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched CNN and ABC going back and forth. Okay. Yeah, and we counted down, and we cooked a lot and ate a lot, and it was okay. Fun. Great. Oh, and if anyone wants to use my code, it's Kristen Cheeks. I need free lives. Or Sonic Dork's always a great code that you can use on HQ. How about me? Yeah. You mean you guys are looking for for free? You're looking for that extra, that extra life. If I had that extra life last night, I Uh would have, I would have won the whole thing. Uh You know, we know the guy who hosts it. Yeah. Yeah. He can throw some free lives. He he should totally throw some lives. I'm gonna see about getting a basket full of free lives because what it is, Mike, it's twelve questions. And there's a thing if you get someone to join, if you recommend, if you tell a friend, hey, I'm sending you an invitation, will you join HQ? Okay. 
then you, in return, they give you a, a, like a like a mulligan mm-hmm. for you get one question wrong, you're still alive. I say, oh, I got it. Yeah. So now you can you only have to get eleven right to win it all. Uh huh. So apparently they're like gold because now Kristen has snaked the entire audience. <laughs> to go her way. I was for, first. I uh, was it's first. Fine. Look, I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining. Because look, when I win it, I win it. I've won. How many times have you won? I haven't won a single uh-huh, time. Uh-huh. How many times have you? Thirty-one. Won? You've won thirty-one times. Yeah. Of course it's a lie. Yeah. It hasn't even functioned <laughs> properly 31 <laughs> times. Hey. Uh, no. No, I love them. I'm just saying. No, they've had, they're having some glitchy, glitching Look, issues. glitches. Yeah. Hey, we had it, we had glitch issues when yeah. we started. We had glitch issues. Exactly. We did. I'm not, I'm not, look. I'm not knocking it. Yeah. Well, you um, are, but. Oh. <laughs> you're giving them the business is I'm, what you're doing. You're giving them the business. And who is this giving the business? It's uh, Jason Gore. Uh, hello, Duty. hello. How are you? I'm how, great. How was your New Year's? What did you do? I we did heard the same what, thing as Kristen. You did the same thing as Kristen. Yeah, I watched CNN and ABC okay. back and forth. All right. Um, and then we uh, counted down. Mm-hmm. It was a quiet night. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what we wanted. That's what we needed. Yeah. I actually couldn't find a station that had it because I have antenna TV. So and and it gets. You mean like an antenna, but not the channel antenna TV? No, no. I mean, I I can't even get antenna TV. I okay. Have, I have a, a very cheap plastic antenna, and I hadn't added channels in a while. So like sometimes I would get NBC, sometimes I wouldn't. Mostly it's just like a bunch of channels you don't want. Mm-hmm. So I did the channel search at like eleven twenty to mm-hmm. add channels, and it said estimated time fifty minutes. <laughs> and, and and before Happy I did New Year. before I did the search. There was no, I couldn't even find one that had a countdown uh, like, yeah. or, or was hosting yeah. anything. Huh. So then I do it, and then I had two options. Um, NBC, which had boring local news. Like, they had no rights to do it except for, like, the 30 seconds before. It was just boring local 11 o'clock news mm-hmm. or Telemundo. So Mindy and I watched the, the Telemundo <laughs> countdown because at, at least it was, you know, yes. we sort of f- figured out what was going on. Sure. It was fun. Yes. It's very exciting. Well, Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And so, let's go to the phones. Half Hour Power, welcome to the show. You're here with me and Mike and Pat and Dudio and Kristen. Hi, Tom. At all, this is financial guru Greg Gethard. Oh, my God. Oh, how about that? Hey, how's it going? Look at that. Look at that. Brother of... Chris Gethard of the Chris Gethard Show. Mm-hmm. And of? Um, of <laughs> I don't know what else at this point. Career suicide. HBO's Career Suicide. HBO's Career Suicide, of yeah. course. Of course. Um, and, and a lot more. You can catch them all over. Multimedia yeah. superstar. Yes. So what's going on, Greg? Well, I, earlier tonight, you, Tom, were talking about banquet rooms. Yes, um, if I did a banquet. I'm, I would do banquets. I have, uh, in my research to be a financial guru, have spent a lot of time the past few months in um, hotel chain banquet rooms, um, going to free financial education seminars. Mm-hmm. And I went to uh, an excellent one um, that was part of the Rich Dad Poor Dad series. Yes. If you're familiar with the Rich Dad Poor Dad. I've, I, I told you, I, I've had, like, there was a point where I had a superstition about flying, and I had to buy a book before I flew at the airport. <laughs> yes. And it was, it was a stupid thing that I just made myself get past because it was dumb, and I got past it, and look at that. I am still alive. The planes stayed in the air, whether I had bought a book or not. And a lot of times I would end up buying Rich Dad, Poor Dad because it was at the front of the Hudson books. I would just buy it and I ended up with like five copies of it over the, and I had so many copies of this thing. I started reading it and it's the most offensive book imaginable because this douche who writes the thing is like, I have two dads. One is my dad, my biological father, and he's a loser. And the other dad is this basically a friend of his, uh, 
his friend's dad, right? Is that what it is? It's completely, completely made up. They cannot find any proof yeah. that this person exists. Okay, that's even worse. But I just feel like, and this guy told me about how to make, how to save money and make money, and uh, and he's uh, my rich dad. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. And he's done a series yeah. of these books. Oh, there's, there's so many. This them. guy's made so much money on those dumb purple books. See he, at the airport. He's, he's like mastered my favorite, like my favorite, least favorite look is, um, he does like a lot of like TED Talk stuff, of course. Mm-hmm. And he is the king of wearing, uh, Robert Kiyosaki is his name. Okay. He's the king of wearing like boot cut jeans and a dre- untucked dress shirt with a blazer over it. Boot cut jeans, so like probably expensive jeans. Yeah, yeah, probably wearing my whole wardrobe. Yeah, and so he wears these boot cut jeans. Yes, and it, and then he has a what? What is it like? It's describe the rest of it. It's like a dress shirt, but it'll be untucked. An untucked you, dress shirt, like a white. Yeah, crisp. Like a blue, black. You, you know, basic solid color, something you'd see at like Joseph A. Bank kind yeah. of thing. Really expensive they, shirt. But then he, it's untucked, but he still wears a, like a blazer with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what, what, like, just tuck in your shirt, man. Like, why are you, like, you get rid of the blazer, tuck in your shirt. What are you doing here, man? So he's, um, he, he's a, a, a personal, uh, I've been like fixated on him like the past five years. And, um, I, I'm writing, I'm writing my own book right now called Cash Dad, Trash Dad. About my own um, personal uh-huh. uh, financial journey, kind of thing. But, sure. Yeah. So is your biological um, father the trash dad in the book? Yeah, yeah, he's the trash dad, and my uh, next door neighbor, uh, my fictional next door neighbor Rick, is the cash dad. Uh-huh. I'll say this, Greg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I met your parents. They're, they're not trash. They're not trash. They're very <laughs> nice people. When I met. Your mother, she was so nice. It was at your brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. And then I was introduced, I introduced myself to your father. He's very, he was like, hey, how are you? It's nice to meet you. And I said, just so you know, I'm the guy who hosts the radio thing. And he was like, oh, almost like <laughs> you're the guy who has brought so much so much, so much, you've, you've, you've created a forum for so much, so much horror of, for, for my, for my son Greg to fight with, he'll be, you're the guy who gave my son a platform to argue with a puppet for yeah, an hour. Yeah. He's very proud of me, I should say. Yes. For my son who was working a completely respectable job during the day and then mm-hmm. would, Crash at his parent at their house because you were had some insane commute or what, right? Yes, yeah, commuting from Philly to New York. Yeah, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean that's a generally the thing where you kind of pick a city. You're just like pick a city, <laughs> Philly from Philly to New York. Pick which one? That's too far. Yeah, I I, I gave my, I should have picked. Well, I did pick. I picked Philly at yeah. the end. of Three years of Amtrak rides and yeah, and you did. Now you're now staying at my you. mom's house yeah. and and now you're doing all my right. family. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How's everything so, going? Uh, you know, on a serious note, the, the, forget cash dad, trash dad. How's everything? Everything's everything's going real, real good on a serious note. And and I wanted to tell you one funny, insane thing at this seminar I went to. I've been in a bunch of insane things, but particularly as a basketball scholar as yourself, you will you will like this. Yeah is um, I went to this seminar, and um, R- R- uh, Robert Kiyosaki does not there. He just lends his name to this thing. Okay. And it was at a um, uh, like a banquet room in a Marriott behind the Target by my house. I'm going to say and, this. I'm going to say this. Yeah. Was there an NBA player at this thing? An NBA player was not there, okay. no. Okay. Um, it is, by the way, the Sixer. It's right behind the Fridays where Allen Iverson used to go to all the time, though. But... It is not. He, no NBA player was there. Alan, However, and for people who don't know, Allen yeah. Iverson, who was the top guy on the Philadelphia 76ers for so many years and was a transformative NBA legend and superstar, 
was like the king of Philadelphia and would spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars eating at a TGI Friday's. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Yeah, In, until he was banned from the Fridays. Yes. He simply moved across the street to the Chili's. <laughs> because, and then at one point he came back and he was just like, he was completely humbled and apologized to the staff of the Fridays, right? Yeah, someone told I met a guy at a barbershop who worked at that Fridays and told me that. And it was like Iverson got traded to the Nuggets. They made his grand return to Philly and the manager called the manager called the staff into the break room and Alan Iverson was in the break room and just apologized to everyone and dropped like twenty five thousand dollars in paper cash for the wait staff to divide up. Because he's like, like, I was kind of, I know I was a jerk to you guys at different points Mm -hmm. or anything. I'm so sorry. And then dropped huge amounts of money on them to uh, to make amends. Even even though absolutely not one of those people was Was there. No. Can you imagine the jackpot on that? Like, I started working at this Friday (laughs) three weeks ago. (laughs) And I just left with seven grand. Nice. Yeah. For a guy who who I never saw once here. (laughs) So... So. so at this seminar, um, the guy leading it, if you want to, if anyone's so prone to look him up on YouTube, his name is James Smith. I know it's a pretty common name, but he was the guy leading the seminar and he was like out of his mind and he started listing his clients. He started saying he had a lot of celebrity clients and he's like, I'm, uh, I'm, I have a lot of clients. My first client, big athlete who I've been his financial advisor, his investment guru, Antoine Walker. Who's bankrupt. Who's declared bankruptcy like yes. three times. He, like, was like yeah. a, he was like a slumlord in Chicago. <laughs> he owned like a horrible appoint, uh, apartment buildings that people who were like having <laughs> like, like, like just inhumane conditions. And this guy's yeah. bragging that he's their life, that he's this guy's financial guru. He's legendarily broke. This is a guy who had $100 million and is broke, and this guy's on. There's an ESPN 30 for 30 called Broke, yes. based on his life. Yes. <laughs> well, Greg, you've got your work cut out for you for 2018. Please keep me in the loop. I'm, I'm trying, Tom. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it for you and doing it for everyone else, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my work, and I'm, I'm excited to show it to the world sooner or later. I think... At the end of this year, the top Gethard will be Greg Gethard. It's, it's, it's been that case since day one. <laughs> All right, buddy. You have a great night. Take care. Greg Gethard, what do we really think of him now that he's not alive? Mike, you like him? Yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy. Good he guy. actually was uh, he was on hold for quite a quite a spell, but he, he right. finally bit. All right, he got the... Yeah. Pat, I back him. I like you Greg like a lot. Kristen, he's fine. He's fine. Oh, more neutral. <laughs> Studio negative. <laughs> I Covered like him a lot. I'll say this: I like I like Greg better than Chris. Whoa! Yep. Whoa. Shots fired. Doesn't mean you don't like Chris, though. Well, I'll just say Greg's been a little uh, nicer to Pat than uh, Chris. Oh, yeah, Pat! Oh. Pat's coming into 2018 with Pat's. a musket. <laughs> yes, Pat. It's a musket with a knife on the front Love of it. it. I've met Greg once. He's great. I'm just the nice guy. He's a good guy. I like him a lot. Yeah. Hey, I like both Gethard brothers. Yeah, of course you do. Equally. Half hour of power. Welcome, welcome. Hey, you're here with me and uh, Mike and. Pat and Kristen and Jason. Hello, everybody. And who's this? This is Aaron. Aaron. Aaron? That's right. 
Where are you calling from, Aaron? Milwaukee. What's up tonight? I'd say, you know, it's cold. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? How cold is it? There? Yeah, I've been listening to uh, a, um, a lot of different versions of the song Games People Play by Joe South. By Joe South. Which yeah. one is that? Sing a little bit of it for me. <laughs> it's like la da 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 la da 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 Why do I not know? You I know, and me I know the, the Alan Parsons people. Project version. They're games people play when you, where do we go from here? Now that, you know that one? Games people play while you take it or you leave it. I, I did listen to that one last night. Uh-huh. It's not, yeah, it's, it's a different song. But it sure is. <laughs> but I, I like, yeah, I liked watching that one it's too. It's fun. It's fun. So, what are you doing for 2018? Uh, what's the big you know, plan? What's uh, the big plan? What's the one thing you want to get done this year? Um, I'm I'm graduating from technical college. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. On your, uh, that's a putative congratulations. Right, Mike? Yeah. Putative. Because <laughs> he has not done it yet. Uh-huh. Right? We are. Uh-huh. All right, my friend. You have a great night. Yeah. You- <laughs> I think I get the hotline. Yeah, I, I kind of asked him the same question, and he didn't say anything. Oh, Wait, like what? Yeah. Yeah. He was on the hotline? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, Loose lips. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, no, I asked him the same thing. and That's fine. That's fine. No response. Love how mad Dudio gets over if, things. If they, if they call the hotline, hang up on them. Okay. Ooh. Mike. Yeah. If they call the hotline, <laughs> you use your discretion. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Yeah. Love how the lines are being drawn in yeah. here. Yeah. Chris Gethard, Greg Gethard. Studio. If you hang up on him, I tell him you use your judgment. It's like a combat zone. Come on, Kristen. Come on, Kristen. It's a combat zone. Half hour power. Welcome. Hey, this is Perry from Philadelphia. Oh my goodness, Perry. This is Perry Shaw. The one and only. Hey, Perry. Happy New Year. The guy. The the guy who is the the front man uh, for the band. Hound. That's that's correct. Who made a huge mark with their album Born Under 76, their third album and best album to date in stores now. Thank you. Hopefully it's out of stores by now cuz people bought them. Well, hopefully they reordered and it's back in. Oh, touche. Uh, I was caught. Well, first of all, how are you? I'm good. Doing good. Show was great tonight. The sound collage was thank you, just unreal. Good. What uh, was your favorite part about? What was your favorite part about the sound collage? Well, my my favorite, which is also my least favorite, was I I got back into my car while I was listening, and I was in like a very dark, uh, wooded type of neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, on the way home, and I forget what the line was, but it was whispering, and I kept turning around because I knew it was in the sound clause, but it felt like it was in my car and it, it was just so freaky uh, and I, I guess I liked that about it good yes <laughs> yeah it was, it was terrifying well I'm sorry I scared you tonight it was Perry. the best scare I've had in a long time <laughs> uh, so I was calling with a re- for a reason uh, I, I wanted to mention um I would like to, I guess, absolve Z-Man of his uh, weird parenting by taking his kid to Warriors because I witnessed something that will maybe crush his, uh, you know, that story, basically, uh, if you want to hear it. Oh, please, please, yes. So uh, a couple months ago, I went to see John Carpenter. Uh, He was playing in Philly, and the place was over, you know, whatever, past sold out, like, it was sold out, but for some reason, people were still buying tickets and getting in, 
uh, I don't know if there's a glitch or whatever, but there was too many people there. Mm-hmm. So we finally like get in and standing room only, and I'm packed in super tight. And before the show starts, I notice that there's these two parents with like maybe a two year old kid with those giant earphone things on, which was good and thankful for that. But I'm still like, man, it's weird. There's like a two year old kid at John Carpenter, but you know, it's like an orchestral kind of. Thing I guess and maybe there's I don't know maybe like something no. to learn for who knows no. so uh, you still don't bring your kid <clears throat> go ahead though go ahead right well it gets worse so <laughs> the show starts and uh, I'm thinking okay well you know I guess it couldn't be too bad for for this kid to experience he looks sleepy or whatever mm-hmm. so the show starts and you start playing and I'm like oh. They're showing clips from these from the movies. movies. Yeah, yeah, so they're showing Halloween. Yeah. And he's John Carpenter. They're going... And they're yeah. showing... Actually, his son was doing that. John Carpenter was just playing the major chords yeah. around, around right. that. I went to the New York show. His son's very good, though. And Halloween is kind of tame compared to some of the other movies that they were showing. Like The from. Thing. The thing they showed clips from. With the pile of yeah. dogs. The dog so, pile. Everything you can think of they show. up. Watch that thing. I'll puke. You ever see that, Mike? I did see the thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, it's I did gross. see it. Yeah. Can't handle so, it. Oh, sorry. Mutated dog. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. It's all Perry. The floor is yours. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, no. Don't be sorry. It, it's just unbelievable that it gets worse than this. So... The uh, parents are standing there with the kid. The kid's, like, pretty, you know, trying to fall asleep on the dad's shoulder. And he, he kind of can't. Eventually, the dad, the mom kind of waves the dad, like, y- you got to go. So I'm like, okay, so his mom's going to stay here and watch the rest of the show. And then I noticed, I couldn't see, there's another kid that they have with them <laughs> who's maybe, like, eight or nine. So this kid actually is kind of under old enough to, like, really maybe uh, be affected even in a different way uh, by what's going on on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he understands so, what he's seeing. Right. So so now we have the mom with this slightly older kid, and we're, and we're watching, and the films get, getting, are getting more and more violent, mm-hmm. and then there's nudity. So the mom every time there's almost a nude scene they don't show anything it gets you know as far as it can until they cut it off and then so the mom keeps telling the kid oh close your eyes close your eyes so every time there's almost a nude scene close your eyes and then every time there's any other scene it's just violent so she's telling him to keep closing his eyes for that too so now you have a dad with a baby who already left went somewhere else wasted that ticket or two tickets. Yeah, probably to the bar, right? He's probably at a bar. Yeah. The kid. Like, with, with the baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or at Sugar Land, right? What's it called? Sugar yeah. House? Sugar House. Yeah, yeah. Sugar House Casino. You know, I, I won money on that Sex in the City slot right after yeah. you did. You yeah. left good luck on that. True story. I won 700 bucks after doing the Philly show. After we did the Philly show, I pulled into Sugar House Casino because I had to go to the boys' room. Pulled in. Went to the toity, got out, put twenty bucks in a Sex in the City slot machine. Within two minutes, won seven hundred dollars. Grabbed the money, got out. That's, <laughs> That's the way, the way to do it. it. Yeah. That's the only way. To, yeah. After rocking it out, after selling out Union Transfer. That was the that was the best show. Truly, the best well, of the best sweet, show. You're sweet to say that. And so was the recent one I saw in New York. Oh, that's amazing. Nice. That was fun. The one was uh, the New York uh, Murmur shows were fun. Yeah. The two so, sold out. 700 sorry. seat sold out. Two sold out shows. It's great. That's 1,400 seats. That is 1,400. Wow. Yeah. No. It's uh, very exciting. So, yeah. So that this is a horror show. Literally, it's a horror show <laughs> on the screen. Literally. But the real horror is in the audience. Is Well, yeah. And they stayed for the rest of the show just holding his eyes, shielding his eyes. Yeah, you don't bring your, first of all, you don't bring your kid to a a thing with orchestra music from horror movies. Like what, what, at what point, at what point did you think that was for your kids? Like, (laughs) yeah, they'll be cool with this. We got the, those giant headphones on their heads. 
Yet there's nothing that that kid could possibly care about yeah. if he's not even allowed to watch parts of the scenes yeah. Yeah. that were censored. He likes Escape at, from New York. He wasn't allowed to look at it. Thumbs down. That's, Thumbs down, Perry. Perry, yeah, Perry was, was was the car from the movie Christine parked outside? <laughs> I don't know. You wouldn't be allowed to look at it if it was. Because at the New York show, the car was parked outside of, uh, oh, of wow. Terminal 5. No, because there's no parking in, like, where we were. It would have gotten towed in Philly, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and Terminal 5's kind of a no-man's land. You can park whatever over there. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if Christine got towed? <laughs> oh, you're, working in that, you're working in that tow yard? Next I don't thing care you know. whose car it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get it out of here. Yeah, but then the car runs you down. Yeah. So, uh... That would have been good, Christine, too, if Christine went to New York City. Gets right? towed. Gets towed. <laughs> driving all around New York. Bugging people, right? <laughs> West Side Highway. Well, Perry, what's what's the plan for 2018? I got a lot of artwork I've been working on. Crazy, crazy amounts of... Two, so many. It's It's been amazing. I, I just finished a... a Artwork for a Link Ray 7-inch, Shannon and the Clams record. Very nice. Uh, And I just found out about one that I can't talk about yet that might be the craziest of them all, which I'm pretty excited about. I know which one that is, but I can't say. I've loved every (laughs) cover I've seen so far. I can't guess. Oh, thank you. You can guess. I'll take guesses on this one that Perry Perry can't say, but I'll say. (laughs) You'll say what it is? Yes. Give Give a guess. Are they Philly related? Yes. <laughs> Is it Kurt Vile? It's not Kurt Vile. I mean, if he wants to, you know. So I don't know. That's who, all I know I don't for know Philly. I have That's no all I've got for Philly. Yeah, it's Todd Rundgren. No, it's, I'll tell you later, Jason. It's Todd Rundgren. Darn it! So. You got it, Perry. Well, be cool too. Happy anyway. New Year, my friend. Yeah, you too. You the too. best of all things for you in 2018. Thank you very much. You too. And I hope to see you soon. Yes, you will. You have a grand evening. All right. So, we'll go around the room. Studio. Yeah. 2018 goals. Give me give me one. Well, give me one major goal you have for 2018. I have two shows that I'm going to put on this year. Okay. Two shows. All right. Two separate stage shows. Okay. All right. So, Good. Yeah. Will you do it? Will I do it? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is the year that they have. All right. Good. Good. And I'm inspired by your, your talk about, you know, talking about the project so much rather than yeah, doing just do, just the, do thing. the thing. Do the thing. You know, these everybody knows these people with this hot air. They, I'm writing a thing, and then I'm doing a thing. I'm doing a movie, and then I'm doing a thing. And all they do is talk about it. Then you turn around. It's like, hey, how's that thing going? Eh, I'm not doing that anymore. This is what I'm doing now. And then they talk about the next thing they're doing. And you're just like, Shh. you're just like, you don't do. They get the same chemical reaction, I yeah. think, from watching your face light up when they tell you what the thing's going to be about. And then they don't have to do it because they told you about what the thing was. They got a, they got the thrill out of it. Completely. It's the best version of it. If they don't have to do any, they got the thrill as if they did it, and then they didn't have to do anything. And I have been guilty of the thrills. Of course, we all have, we all are susceptible yeah. to that. So. But 2018, Jason, this is it. This is it. I'm telling you, you got to do it. I'm going to do it. I like that. Yeah, Kristen. Yeah. I'm going to get really good at curling my hair. Okay. <laughs> That's important. I got a, for Christmas, I got a GHD classic curl curling iron. Okay. It's British. All right. Um, I don't know how to use it yet. All right. I've, I've been able to curl the ends of my hair. That's your mm-hmm. biggest thing for playing? That's the thing that I want people to know. Oh. Yes. And what, what would be the ideal look with this curler that you would achieve? Um, for me, I think it's like maybe a, like the hair that I had at the Emmys. I want to be able to do that hair myself. Sure. I want people to be like, I can do this hair anytime mm-hmm. I want. I don't need to pay someone to get sure. it. Sure, it's, it's it's within your power to give myself like glamorous, mm-hmm. um, old Hollywood waves. Okay, that's great. Thank you. And uh, then you're gonna make 
glamorous old Hollywood waves. <laughs> that's fine, but more yeah. importantly, I'm no, going to do something for my hair. Yes, that's a great goal. Thank you. Pat? I, as well, am going to put on... Or I said you might have the curler also. <laughs> oh. I was like... Wait, Pat has the same. What if Pat had the same curler you had, Krista? All these years. Pat already has the curls that I want. Yes. He already has. Well, shucks. Go on. So, Pat, you, just like Jason, because Jason's doing two shows. He's going to do two. I'm not going to do two. I have one in mind. I okay. want to write a stage show. Okay. I've always wanted to do that. And uh, I'm going to do it and put it up on its feet. Maybe we can share an hour. No, that's not going to happen. Okay. I, so, knew, I knew I knew I that tried, was coming. Uh, I knew that was coming. You see, you see (laughs) the fire that runs. And you know what? It's good. Studio's a fiery guy. Jason's a fiery guy. Pat's a fiery guy. Yep. It's good. You got fire running through here. Kristen's fire, more fiery than the two of them put together. She's laying low. She's like, oh yeah, I'm going to curl my hair. (laughs) She's not telling you what she's got up her sleeve. Of course I would, Pat. I'm just giving you. Oh, that's all right. No, he's, he's serious. He meant it. No, he meant it. Of course. Look, Pat didn't want to do the thing anyway. He's just being polite. saying He's just talking about it. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. First of all, because you're the senior. Mike, again, this is another thing that haunts these other two guys. You're the senior producer of the show. Yeah. So your opinion... Studio has two shows. How many of the two does he get going? Oh, no. I'm not going to weigh in on that. You weigh in. <laughs> Zero, one, or two. Give me which. I hope he has two. Okay. That's nice. That I hope really he has two. Nice. That's really nice. Thank you. That's the nice. Thank you, yeah. Mike. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yes. He's lying. <laughs> Pat has one show he wants to do. Does he get that one show going? Yes. He gets it going. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. But how about 2018 for you? Well, uh, I think I had announced I was putting together this uh Calendar, yeah, with some artwork from listeners. The artwork didn't come in as fast as to get mm-hmm. it out for this year, but it's all in now, and now it's just a matter of finding a manufacturer. I've I've got a couple of leads I, I'm going to pursue. Okay, and um, the, the artwork is great. Okay. Jeff, Jeff T. Owens is doing like the cover, so good. You know, and um, now if anybody hearing this, actually Perry did one. He, okay, you know, Perry's a very talented. Yeah, yeah, artist. yeah, a lot of a lot of talented uh, people out there. So, so this, this will be a 2019 calendar. It's going to be 2019. Okay. Yeah. What if you did like June to June? <laughs> or you do? There's 18 month calendars. Yeah, no, I've I've got the right amount of art for mm. what I've seen. Sure. I can do. Okay, you know? so yeah, I think I think. But if, if you did there. June to June. You'd be the only calendar people would be buying in the middle of the year. Yeah, you'd be like you'd be like Crazy Eddie, the Crazy Eddie of calendars. Christmas in July. Yeah. That that's some company's fiscal year that uh-huh. they're set on June to June, and that June June. you would have the only calendar that works for them. I'll think about it. It's a little oddball. That's a no. It's a little oddball for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a little oddball for this for this straight thing you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. weirdest calendar anybody's out. ever going to see. out there. Yeah. 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 So that's good. Yeah. And if anybody who hears this has some some advice or insight into manufacturing sure. a calendar. Yeah, yeah. How should, should, you, should you hit yeah, me up on Twitter? Yeah, hit me up on Twitter. Okay. At AP Mike. Yeah. Okay. And I'm sure somebody's going to hear this and they're going to know about or have yeah. ha- they had done it before and they're going to be able to... Um, Give you a little bit of guidance on it. You know how how I got one of the leads. I was working at the bar, and you know, some of the politicians in Bayonne, they you know they have these flunkies that you know do stuff for them. So this guy comes in, and he just handed out this calendar from this mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Councilman for my ward. Okay. And so I'm looking at the calendar. I'm like, oh man, this is a good. And and the manufacturer's on the back of it, so I'm even thinking of calling. Call, <laughs> Calling my politician, like you know, hey, you know, I like your calendar. Can, uh-huh. can you just hook me up with the, the manufacturer? Yeah, <laughs> you should. Yeah, it's got his number and uh, email on there. Look, you should send him one when you're done. <laughs> Tell him he won't vote for him. Uh-huh. Let's see how. Yeah, yeah. he'll just he'll probably want a taste. Yeah, yeah. Or you'll taste the taste. Yeah. yeah, the taste. Hey, you want me to do the calendar? I yeah. want a taste. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll meet you in the... I can get this the, rate for you, but you can yeah, give me a exactly. taste. Exactly, yeah. I need a taste. <laughs> I'll meet yeah. you, or I'm going to need you to do something for me. Yeah, I think his name is Louie. And the thing's going to be, yeah. He'll be like, I need you to do something for me, and then your phone will ring at 3 in the morning. Be like, Mike, you got to help me. I gave you that break on the calendars. <laughs> I got to... This guy, is not moving. Yeah, yeah. He's not moving. <laughs> I need you to get rid of his car. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> because of the discount you got on the cal- you get a ten percent discount on calendars. That's- Next thing you know, you're dumping a car off the Bayonne Bridge. <laughs> I told you you'd have to do a favor for me. Yeah, yeah. You, you think I was joking with that discount on the calendar? It was ten percent off. <laughs> and that's how the New York sequel to Christine yeah. starts. Yes. yes, or season three of Serial. Oh yeah. Serial Port of Call Bayonne. Who? What was season two about? The same guy? Bergdahl. What? No, it was about a military Bo guy. Bergdahl, right? wasn't I it? didn't hear it. Yeah, I, I didn't hear know. season two. Bowie. I don't know. It, it wasn't good. I but but enjoy it. but she thinks he's innocent, and it's the same thing. I don't even know. Trying yeah. to get him. Off. I tried to get into that first episode, and I just uh-huh. I just dropped it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't have the same sort of yes. feel the first season did. Well, look, everybody's got an exciting 2018 ahead of them. Mike, yeah. Do you, I saw you have something in your hand there. You have a little newspaper <laughs> yeah. thing. You always have yeah. some, some. Yeah, this was this was in the paper yesterday, and it really uh-huh. caught, caught my eye. Yeah, this is in the the new, uh, business section of uh, Newsweek, not Newsweek, uh, the New York Post. Smelling profit, bathroom trend in toys promises potty of gold. Have you heard of any, uh, Mike, some of these? <laughs> this is the funniest thing. I went, I went to the toy store. Okay. To get things for, uh, my nephew and niece, uh-huh. right? And I talked to my sister. She's like, get like this game or that game. I go to the toy store. I go in the aisle. There's like 15 games. Dog do, yeah. Dog, doggy do. Flushing, who farted, and all pull, these things. Pull my finger. Yeah, it was like it was like it was, yeah. It's it's so. I'm saying there. It wasn't like there was a game or like two games. Right. Like that. There is a, a, a complete industry of these like gross out games. Right. A yeah, former yeah. call in guest to the main show made one of them. Oh, made one of the games. Who tooted? Oh, Andy Breckman. Andy Breckman. Oh. Yeah. He did Who Tooted. Was that one of the games? Is that out in Toy Story? It, it is. It really oh, got, it's out there. It got what released. is Who Tooted? It's, it's the flatulent game of... Uh, like yeah, it's Clue for, for Who Farted. So like Professor Plum <laughs> farted in the library? Well, it's like Gassy Gus and like... Oh, you know, it's so like far-related names. Like far-related names. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. Flatulent wow. flow. So you saw this thing, Mike. Yeah. And you, I, this was entirely new to yeah. me. I didn't have the experience you had. Yeah, I haven't had to. Horrifying. I had to shop for young children lately. It's like I'm gonna get, get a thing. It's like a, a, a plastic toilet that squirts water up into the kids' faces. <laughs> like when's the toilet get flushed in their faces? This, this is this is how they describe pull my finger, <laughs> in which players compete to pull a purple monkey's finger without releasing a noisy fart from its oversized inflatable butt. Compete. It did gangbusters yeah. when it hit shelves at Toys R Us, you know, ahead of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. if if kids can just be a little bit subversive, a little bit naughty, they all love these it. these kids, I tell you, they're all. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets the thing when the monkey <laughs> farts in their face. Everybody, nobody wins or loses. The the <laughs> the toilet splashes water up in everybody's face. Everybody gets the toilet to splash on them. Toys that crank out fake feces, show spectacular flatulence, and otherwise look like turds are expected to ring up blowout sales in 2018. Yeah. Can you imagine? For the, the year we're in, that's what they're yeah, yeah, predicting yeah. for. You turds. buy these things. You buy these things, and then these kids go to school, and then what? They get in trouble because it's a six-year-old is at school talking all about this stuff. It's like what are they supposed? They got the game. Somebody gave them the game. They go and talk about it at school. They'd be in trouble. No, Mr. Alderman, I pulled the monkey's finger. Yeah. Hey, you guys want to do the toilet splash? It's like, <laughs> what? This week, some 36 characters from a two-month-old YouTube show called 
poopies will be hitting stores. Among them are Skidmark, oh uh, a skateboard, a skateboarding turd. <laughs> Lil, Lil Squirt, a, a, a diminutive drop of urine, and, and, and Toot Fairy, a green cloud bedecked with a crown and plunger. This sucks. <laughs> what was the really skateboarding is. turd? I used to be a skateboarding turd. Skidmark. Skid I like yeah. Skidmark. Each comes packaged in a toilet paper roll and costs $4. This, That's the expansion we pack. We gotta get those in here. Yeah, yeah. no, no. I'll throw, I'll throw it. Anybody brings one of those things in, I'm gonna, you, you're gonna, I'm gonna beat you over the head with it. I swear, I'll take the game. I'll take the thing. I'll start hitting you with it. I know that's aggressive. I don't, but what, it's aggressive to bring that in here. It really is. What if we can get the creator of the game to call in? Ooh, how many points for the creator of Skidmark? Zero. <laughs> Zero. It's a three-week suspension from the show <laughs> without pay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like a drug infraction in sports. You get suspended without pay. It's a show, though. So is is there a voice of Skidmark? Yeah, I guess uh, it's a YouTube uh, show. Boopies, boopies of, of Skidmark. Yeah. Well, fine. Twenty-five points. So should we go around the, the panel? Who's for or against this trend? Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead, Mike. I'm against. Pat. I'm kind of indifferent, uh, but <laughs> I. But I. Here's the thing. I. I know about it. For I've known about it for a long time because I remember when Andy was trying to make that game, mm-hmm. and it, this was years ago. And like just knowing at that time that there was like three or four in the market I was like okay well you know knowing the way the world is this is only going to continue so I'm as, as hilarious as some of those, those descriptions were I'm not surprised I mean it's definitely a thing mm-hmm. happening it's going to probably be worse who knows a year yeah. from now 20 25 Kristen I'm pro fart but n- not into poop and pee okay the distinction has been made Jason, I think it's all morally repugnant. Okay, yeah. oh, he surprised me. No, I, I re- I'm gonna honestly, I, I'm he's kind of gonna, for this, and gonna I'm gonna get try Skidmark. to find the voice of Skidmark. Yeah, well, do that on your own show. <laughs> get the voice. Do that on your. Hey, it's Jason Gore show. Yeah, we got Skidmark. <laughs> I bet I'm against it. Okay. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh huh. So no points if we get any of those uh, voices. 25 yeah. points. Oh, 25 points. 25. 25. That's uh-huh. less than uh-huh. Mr. G, less than New Jer- Miss New Jersey. Uh-huh. That's that's the the other lowest one on here is uh, uh, Jesse Waters. <laughs> so it's lower than Jesse Waters. It's lower than Jesse Waters. Okay. Uh-huh. Mr. G is actually ranked lowest on this, 50. Uh-huh. I'm going to get Mr. G to call. You're going to get him to call over and over and try to rack points up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're gonna, you're hey, gonna can you to, call again? <laughs> if there are multiple calls... Do you get the points? So if I got David Crosby again... David Crosby is... David Cros- If David Crosby calls back, I'll say this. To get him to call once would have been worth 500 points. Right. To get him to call again is worth 600 points. To get him to do it a second time would be a true accomplishment that he got him to do it again. What if I'm able to get all of Crosby, Stills, and Nash to call? 5,000 points. 5,000 points. What if you... Uh, Never mind. Neil would never call. Yeah, I was going to. Is Stills even on Twitter? I don't think so. He doesn't strike me as a Twitter guy. No. Nope. All right, guys. Everybody, AP at AP Mike. What's 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 going on? Where people? You're on the weekends at H and H. Uh, no. H and M. Actually, I'm I'm sort of in a weird uh, ser- uh, part now where I'm I've got the weekends off, so I'm okay. working working during the days, which I can understand people not being able to go there because they have regular jobs. Yeah. At which which bar? H and H Pub. H and H Pub in Bayonne. Yeah. People can always hit you up on Twitter and find out when you're there. Sure. If they want to come by and say hi. Pat. Hey. At email patburn. No, 1-800-PATBURN. 1-800-PATBURN on Twitter and uh, Prove It Shows on 
in iTunes on Thursdays. It's the podcast. And the Mary Beth D'Amico album, Green Psalm Wild, is in right. select stores. Yes, and you can still order it on Bandcamp. The fantastic album you put out for posthumously for your friend. Yes. That you produced. It's a great album. Go get it. Kristen, at Kristen Cheeks. That's the Twitter. Give her the HQ people so she can win (laughs) HQ. And this Sunday, I'm doing monologues for ASCAP. Oh, awesome. That's nice. 730 Hell's Kitchen, UCB. Um, And then I have a show at Union Hall on January 28th. Mm-hmm. Um, at 8 p.m. called FOMO Live, and it'll be a storytelling show about Instagram. That's great. And we can find out more about that, and we'll continue to talk about that as it gets closer. Awesome. Thank you. And last but certainly not least, Jason Dudio <laughs> at Sonic Dork. At Sonic Gore. Dork. And for HQ, too, if you want to yeah. hook me up with some extra lives. Yeah. Um, uh, I do have a show coming up, uh, a character showcase at the Pit Underground on January 11th. So that's this coming Thursday okay. um, at 730. Uh, so uh, come out to that. It's going to be a fun show. Yeah, and I have nothing to plug other than to say keep listening to the best show. Um, We're entering we, year well, four. Friends. We're here every Tuesday and... Yes, also, yes, thank you, Pat. The show started in pretty much in uh, around this point in 2015. Right. 2004, late 2014, early 2015. And we are now past the three year mark of the, of this version of the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Yes. And on Monday, meet my friends, the friends, the friends recap podcast begins. You can get that over at thebestshow.net, and you support the show at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And thanks, everybody, for listening to the Half Hour Power. Happy New Year, and we will be back soon. Bye. 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 Bye.